Romans chapter 6, we're going to be Romans 6, 16. The Bible says here, Don't you know that when you offer yourselves to someone to obey him as slaves, you're slaves to the one whom you obey. Whether you're slaves to sin, which leads to death, or to obedience, which leads to righteousness. And so he's just simply saying there, we have an owner. Somebody owns us. It's either prior to salvation or after salvation. Prior to salvation, it's sin, Satan, and the world. After salvation, it's Jesus, it's God, it's the Holy Spirit. And so one leads to death, one leads to righteousness. We know which it is. And so death is simply the normal consequence of sin. Anytime we disobey God, we're living in sin, we have a consequence of that, and it's, it's always death. And so just like we were talking about this morning, uh, the consequence of being disobedient to God is, you know, we think, well, it's just something wrong, we're, we're doing something terrible, it's some kind of uh, outward sin, you, you know, that we're stealing something or lying about something, and, you know, that's what sin is. But sin is simply disobedience to God. We can be doing good stuff. Like I said this morning, I, I can be teaching school and doing what I need to do. But if I'm being disobedient to God and what He wants me to do in His will, His way, that's sin. And so any way we look at it, death is normal consequence of sin. That is disobedience to God. Righteousness is normal consequence of obeying God and living for Him. So we're going one way or the other. We're not in between. We can't be stuck in the middle somewhere. We're either going toward death, toward sin, toward hell, or we're going toward righteousness, toward God, toward heaven. We're going one way or the other. Because next verse says, but thanks be to God that though you used to be slaves to sin, you wholeheartedly obeyed the form of teaching to which you were entrusted. So he's saying used to be. That's past tense, of course, we know. At one time we were slaves to sin before we got saved, before we were born again. And now because of salvation, we wholeheartedly trust God, put our faith in Him, and He's entrusted us to Himself. And so used to be, wholeheartedly obey. Entrusted, it's a process there. Used to be slaves to sin. Then we wholeheartedly obeyed the gospel, the good news of Jesus. And now we've been entrusted to him. It's simply a commitment to God that's evidenced by change. There's something different about us. And, and you know that. If you're saved tonight, you know there's something different about you. You know you act different, talk different, do different. Uh, your lifestyle is different. Everything about your life is different. Your trust in God and your hope in heaven and all that's there. And you know that's different than before you were saved. We have that understanding. We know where our life used to be before we were born again. And we know where our life is now that we have been born again. Romans 6.18 says, You have been set free from sin and now have become slaves to righteousness. Simply saying this, Christians are dead to sin, no longer slaves to it. We, don't, we aren't possessed by sin. We're not enslaved to it. We're not commanded by it. Sure, we still sin as Christians, but it's by choice. It's not by have to. It's simply that we want to sometimes. And so as a, Christ, as a, a lost person, we're slaves to sin, but now we're set free from sin, but now we're still a slave. We're still a slave now to righteousness. Prior to salvation, we're a slave to sin. After salvation, we're slaves to righteousness. So we still have ownership. Somebody still owns us. It's simply we changed owners. Before salvation... Uh, Satan is owning us. The world is owning us. Sin is owning us. After salvation, Jesus owns us. Uh, so God owns us. Holy Spirit lives inside of us. It's simply a matter of who we now obey on a day-to-day basis. It's either uh, sin or it's righteousness. But for the Christian, it's righteousness. And so how much did we cost? Uh, if we're now set free from sin, we, we're no longer controlled by it, but now we're slaves to righteousness, 
we got bought out. We got redeemed. Redeemed simply means we were kidnapped and the, and the ransom was paid off. Who paid off the ransom for us? Jesus did. How much did he pay? His entire life. His life. That's how valuable we are. As a Christian, that's how valuable we are. And we should never look at ourselves and say, well, I'm uh, not as good as somebody, or I'm no good, or I'm uh, down and out, or I'm depressed, or I'm, you know, can't do anything. You know, whatever we come up with sometimes that we say about ourselves, we should never do that. Because Jesus bought and paid for us with His life. That's how valuable we are to Him. And so, always realize that you're very valuable to Jesus, or He wouldn't have died for us. And so keep that in mind at all times. He said, I put this in human terms because you're weak in your natural selves. He said, I want you to understand about being dead to sin, slaves to righteousness now, and, and all that. Just as you used to offer the parts of your body in slavery to impurity and ever-increasing wickedness, so now offer them in slavery to righteousness leading to holiness. He said, at one time, we were offering our body to sin. We were captured by sin. We were enslaved to sin. And so we gave sin everything we got, mind, our body, everything we had, we gave it full flesh to sin because we were enslaved to it. We were were bought by it. We were kidnapped by it. But he said, now take all your body, take all of who you are, and give that to righteousness, which leads to holiness. So we do that as we become slaves to sin. Lord, what about today? What about today? We're denying self, taking up a cross, following Jesus every single day. And we're becoming more righteous. We're becoming more holy because we're enslaved to him, Jesus, and we're giving him everything we've got. Don't we give him 100% all the time? Jesus, you got me 100% today. Why are we shaking our head this way? (laughs) We don't. Do you know sometimes coaches have to get on to their athletes because they don't give 100% on the practice field? Can you imagine an athlete not giving 100% on the practice field? Yeah, we can, can't we? Because if we were an athlete, we remember doing that sometimes. We're just trying to get by, trying to get through practice, trying to get home, do something else. Sometimes athletes don't give 100% on the playing field either. And when that happens, they come get to sit by the coach on the bench or, you know, get pulled out of the game, whatever it is, and somebody else goes in, they'll give 100%. Well, sometimes we don't always give 100% to Jesus either, do we? You know, we're tired, we're weary, we've been down and out, we're whatever we are. And so he says we need to be offering ourselves in righteousness and holiness all the time because he owns us. He bought us. And remember how much he paid for us. And so he goes in. We, we need to make sure we understand this word slavery because you're using it over and over here. Slavery simply means this, to gain control over someone and place them in bondage as a servant. And that's what Jesus did. He gained control over us through the Holy Spirit living in us, through salvation, through being born again, We turn from a life of sin. We turn to Him. Said, Lord, I I can't live this way anymore. I don't want to live this way anymore. I don't want to die and go to hell. I want to go to heaven. I want to have a relationship with you. You know, all the things we said and did when we got saved. And so as a result of it, He says, okay, I bought you. I set you free. I redeemed you. I, I paid off your kidnapper, Satan, sin in the world. And I set you free from that. And now He says, I own you. I now control you because I allow the Holy Spirit to come and live in you. Holy Spirit's your deposit between now and when you get to heaven. And now the Holy Spirit's going to teach you, going to lead you, going to guide you, going to comfort you, going to be your peace, going to be there with you through all that you go through. And it's going to show you how you should live every single day of your life. 
because he's gained control over us. Now we're in bondage to him. Now we're going to serve him because we're bought and paid for once again. Prior to salvation, we were bought and paid for by our kidnapper. He's kidnapped us, sin, Satan, in the world. But now Jesus has, and we're now bondage in bondage as a servant to him every single day. We don't get a day off. We don't get to work five days a week and take off two days. We don't even get to work a shift and take off the other part of the shift. Uh, that's not how it works as a slave and a bond servant all the time. And so we're in bondage to Jesus at all times. So before we were saved, bondage to sin and Satan. After we're saved, bondage to the righteousness of Jesus. We're going in a different direction, not toward the world, not toward sin, Satan, and the world, but now we're going toward righteousness, Jesus, and heaven. And so when we were slaves to sin, <clears throat> he said in verse 20, you were free from the control of righteousness. The righteousness, the Holy Spirit, didn't control us before we were saved. We could have done anything we wanted to do before we were saved and asked God to do something for us, ask God to do this, do that. Holy Spirit, do this. Holy Spirit, lead me here. Holy Spirit. And it's like God would said, what are you talking about? What, what do you want? What are you saying? You're not mine, are you? You don't belong to me, do you? Uh, I haven't bought you, have I? Haven't set you free from your kidnapper, have I? And all of those answers would have been, no, you haven't. You know, we're, uh, I'm just calling on to you. Well, he says, when you were slaves sin, you're free from the control of righteousness. Righteousness, Holy Spirit, me, Jesus says, didn't control you. You were out of my hands. You were in the hands of your bonds, bondage then to Satan. So he goes on verse 21. So what benefit did you reap at that time from the things you're now ashamed of? You ever done anything you're ashamed of? Three, four people, okay. Rest haven't, okay. Uh, every now and then we, we've probably looked back in our life. We could probably look back and say, yeah, there's been some things I'm ashamed of tonight. All right, so who goes first? <laughs> oh, you point, hey, oh, you're pointing at me go first? <laughs> no. No, we want this in confession time, so <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but we can look back on our life and say, yeah, there's a few things I'm ashamed of. And, and so he said, what benefit did we reap from that? These things we can think of right now, and you probably think of something right now, can't you, that I'm ashamed of, what benefit did we, did we reap from that which we're ashamed of now? What did we gain? How did it help us? How did it enhance us? How did it lead us closer to God? You know, we're ashamed of it, so what benefit did we reap of it? He's just asking the question, don't you think back, don't you remember those things you're ashamed of now? What benefit did you get from it? He said, he answered the question, those things result in death. Those things we were doing, that lifestyle, that way of life that we were living, that bondage we had to our slave, I mean to our master as a slave, to sin, Satan, in the world, we're ashamed of those things we think back on. All those things are going to result in death because that's where it leads every time. Sin always leads to death. But he said, now, wait a minute, hold on. Now that you've been set free from sin, all that you're ashamed of, had no benefit from it, it's just going to lead to death, been set free from it, you become slaves to God. Now you do have another benefit. That The benefit of sin, Satan, and the world, being in bondage to it, only led to death. There's no benefit eternally about it. But now that you become slaves to God, you get another benefit. You reap that leads to holiness. We get a benefit that leads us to holiness. The result is eternal life. 
And so as we become holy, as we become more like Jesus every day, we're walking with Him. Deny self, take up your cross, follow me. Deny self, take up your cross, follow me. Deny self, take up your cross, follow me. Day by day, day by day, day by day, we're becoming more holy, and the result is going to lead to eternal life. Not death like we were before we were saved, but eternal life after we're saved. And so there's two totally different lifestyles in it. We're going in the wrong, that we were going in the wrong direction. Now we're going in the right direction. Uh, Paul wrote um, Romans, and so he wrote 1 Corinthians 2. Um, I got it underlined, in fact. 1 Corinthians 6 9. Do you not know that the wicked will not inherit the kingdom of God? And, and we say, well, yeah. And then he answers the question like he did here. He said, do not be deceived. Neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor male prostitutes, nor homosexual offenders, nor thieves, nor greedy, nor drunkards, nor slanders, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. He said, we know that, don't we? That, that list there, he said, we can understand that if that's our lifestyle, if that's how we live, if that's who we are, then we're going in the wrong direction. We're slave to sin. We're going in the wrong direction. But then verse 11 comes in there, and that is what some of you were. That is what some of you were before you got saved. Now that you're saved, you're no longer doing these things. You're no longer, that's no longer part of your lifestyle. That's no longer who you are as a person. You got saved, and so now that's what you were, but you were washed. You were sanctified. You were set aside. You were justified and made right with God in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. And so that's what he's saying here in Romans, same thing. Now that you've been set free from the sin, you become slaves to God. You benefit you reap leads to holiness and the result is eternal life. And so he's saying there in, in Corinthians that this is what you were, this was your lifestyle, this is how you live, this is all about your character, but now you're washed, you were sanctified, you were justified, you were made right, and now we're on a different path going toward him instead of away from him. So we find peace in being a slave to righteousness. That's our whole concept every Sunday night is finding peace. We want peace. We want to live in peace. We want to live in peace with other people. I want to live at peace with God. How do we get it? Find this peace as being slave to righteousness. Lord, you, you own me. <laughs> you bought me. I'm so valuable because you gave your life for me. We know how much he owns us. We know how much we cost. We know it. And so now we find peace in that because, Jesus, you'd give your life to, for me. The wonder of it all. <laughs> you know, you love me, Really? Remember who I was before I got saved? You know that list a while ago that you've pointed out in First Corinthians? Lord, I, I was in there somewhere, or maybe not that word right there, but something else. That's who I was, what I was doing, my lifestyle. And, and you loved me anyway, and you wanted to buy me out of that. You wanted me, you really wanted to set me free from that and, and pay off the kidnapper that kidnapped me to, to go into any of that lifestyle or anything else you can put in there that was a word that you were or I was? God says, yeah. <laughs> I love you that much. Then I'm willing to pay that ransom, set you free from that. And now we have to realize that's how much I cost. Your life. Because see Romans 6.23 as we come toward the end of it here. The wages of sin is death. But, he says, the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. The wages of sin is death. Wages of sin is separation from God in hell. Wages of sin is death. That's what he's talking about, eternal death. And so we get paid. We get wage. You know what wages are, you know, pay. We get paid for our lifestyle living separate from Christ. You mean I'm going to get uh, some, 
I'm, I'm a slave to sin, Satan, in the world. I'm going to get some wages for it. Yeah. Go ahead. Let me have it. Okay. It's eternal death. Oh, <laughs> I don't think I want that. But that's our wages we're going to get. Separation from God and hell. This is the wages that we've earned and deserve because of our sin. We get it because we earn it. We, we stayed separated from God, and that's what I get. I earned it. I, I deserve sin. I mean, I deserve death because of my sin. And so he says that's the wages we get. But hold on. Here's the good part. The gift of God through Jesus is eternal life. Totally different. One going toward hell, death, eternal death. One going toward heaven, eternal life. Totally different direction. There's no in-between. There's no, well, sort of this and sort of that, maybe kind of, I think, I'm not sure, I hope so, I think so. You know, it's not, we can't be there. <laughs> it's either I'm going this way or I'm going this way. Which way are we going tonight? Because see, the gift of God is eternal, is eternal life through Jesus. And this eternal life is a gift. It can't be earned. The wages for sin, that, that's death. That, we get that, we earn that. We earn our way into hell, but we get a gift to get into heaven. Can't be earned. And so there's our peace, you see. We get a gift from God to go to heaven. We get a free ticket to go to heaven. We turn from a life of sin. We get set free from that. We're not in bondage to it anymore. It's behind us. It's done. It's over with. It's, we leave it behind. We turn our back to it and walk away. You ever had anybody just turn their back to you and walk away from you? You know, they just, they're done, aren't they? When they do that, they just, I mean, they're done. We're not talking anymore. I'm through. I'm done. And, and they walk away. And maybe you've had that. That hurts, doesn't it? But that's what we do. We do the same thing with that lifestyle before we got saved. We're done with it. We walk away. Satan, sin in the world, I'm through with you. I'm walking away. And we don't look back. We put it behind us. We're not a slave to it anymore. We're now a slave to Jesus. And because of that, we get the free gift of heaven, and it's waiting for us. In between here and there, when, whatever number of years that is, we're living for Him. We're in bondage to Him because He bought us. He bought and paid for us. That's how valuable we are because of His life that was given for us. Please Him this week. Live for Him this week. Serve Him this week. We don't get a day off. We don't get a time out. <laughs> we serve Him every day. Do that for Him this week.